had a great time interviewing my friend, Kaylin. One of the reasons she was so fun to talk to is because not only is she a friend, but she is a colleague as well. I see so much of myself in her as a young mom who's a real estate agent and trying to juggle it and learn how that works to be go from an employee on a W-2 to a 1099, and her story mirrors mine so much. And I'm so excited to have you hear my conversation with Caitlin. So this one is fun. I get to interview Caitlin, and Caitlin is one of my real estate agents. So technically not a business owner, but yet almost completely a business owner. Mm -hmm. Because in real estate, so I was a real estate agent for like 13 years before I opened my own office. And a lot of that time is what taught me that I loved being an entrepreneur because, and you would agree with this, Kaylin, you set your own hours, you make your own money, you know, you're a 1099, so you're taking out your own taxes, like all of those things. So it's when I was thinking about it today, it almost reminds me of like Rider Realty is like a McDonald's and you guys are all franchise, you know, have your own yeah. little franchise. So it's fun to talk to you because you have these things that you can share just like somebody who had a brick and mortar store or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're doing it successfully while young. It's only been a few years. You started out with one kid. Now you have two. And so we're going to hear your whole story. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. I met you because I sold your mother-in-law and father-in-law their house and then mm-hmm. sold you and your husband your house and just loved working with you. So then tell, start us through the process of how we talked about real estate. So Esta had sold my in-laws um, their house and she worked with them for like over a year. So she kind of became like part of the family. And then when she sold to us, we loved her. Like she gave her my baby shower and everything. And then I didn't um, get to name her baby. I'm just saying, but I didn't get to go to <laughs> yeah. the baby shower, which was yeah. awesome. Yep. And so um, then I had been working in medical coding at Alliance Hospital. And at the the start of that, I was working in the office. And then I had like a 45 minute commute that changed into me working from home. So when I started working from home, I loved it at first. And then I had one baby. And then it wasn't so easy to go like out to Marshall's afterwards and kind of break up that at home and it's an eight hour shift or sometimes it was 10 hours depending on the day or if I had to work overtime or anything like that. So then that's where I wasn't happy with that career in the flexibility and... Because it didn't have flexibility. It was an eight to 10 hour day that you just happened to be doing with a child there, an infant there. And I had originally planned to go back part-time, but we had done like a software update and I was working full-time hours and just, you know, adjusting to a new mom. Um, She was only three months old when I decided to get my license, I think, or I had gone back to work for a couple months. So she was five months old around then. It was just like a adjustment. I just wasn't happy and I knew I wasn't being fulfilled sitting behind a computer doing the same thing all day, every day for eight hours straight. And knowing you like I do, I can't imagine you sitting behind a desk Mm -hmm. like that because you are so good with people and you Mm -hmm. love people and they love you. And that's where like, and I always say this in high school, they like make you write reports on this career. And I remember in high school, like thinking, oh, real estate agent would be fun. But then they make you look at paper and these boxes and it says inconsistent income. You have to be 
good at sales or advertising, like all these things. And I like that part scared me because mm-hmm. it is a risk to take. And sure. It it's and not stuff. regular pay or insurance right. or any of those safe things in a job. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, oh, medical field is the way to go. This was like in high school. I It was like 2009 through 12. So like we were just getting out of that um, time in society where everybody was kind of struggling and everything. So I thought, oh, medical field is like my safest route to go. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got my degree in that. And then it just wasn't fulfilling me. So we have to talk about when we chatted about real estate, what I said and how that all went and what you were thinking. So let's start with with what I said. Okay. So I had just worked a really bad day at work. And where we lived in Canal Fulton was next to um, people that own a local company in Canal Fulton. And they happened to have, um, sorry, a real estate company in Canal Fulton. They happened to have a little sign that said, now hiring in their front yard. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what it would take to get my real estate license. So then I started researching. <laughs> I started researching and I was like, you know what? I think I could do this. I think I'd be good at it. I think I'd really like it. So I had briefly ran the idea by my mother-in-law. She's like, we'll call Esta, talk to Esta about it. And so I called her, or I think I sent you a text that I wanted to chat and you were like, I'm really swamped right now. It's going to be a minute before I get a chance to call you. And then you ended up calling me very shortly after that anyways. And you're like, you caught me on a bad week. I'm a terrible mom. I don't know how to balance this. My son made some comment at dinner that I don't spend enough time with them. And I had this, this, this happen and just unloaded everything. And then at the end <laughs> so of the conversation, con- right? <laughs> so then at the end of the conversation, she goes, if everything I said didn't just scare you, do it. And I was like, I think I can do it. <laughs> and I don't know why it didn't scare me, but I'm so like, glad it didn't. <laughs> I was just like, I can do this. And so I started right away, went to did the online schooling with Charlotte being a baby. She like couldn't even crawl yet. So she would just like sit down with her toys and I'd study and study after she went to bed. And I think I knocked my license out within like those classes within like three months and took my test by May. Passed it on May 30th and Charlotte was born the previous September 22nd. So within like six months of her being born. And you have done awesome and hit the ground running and you you. do love it and you're very, very good at it. And that all worked out. Definitely different than a traditional job from the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the way you're paid, that your regular pay, the hours. Mm -hmm. And it can, I remember when I started, we had an 18 month old and then had added three more after that. And so in your case, how do you separate out work from kids? How do you feel like you can manage time? What are some tips that you would have for other young moms? Well, I'm definitely not perfect at this at all. And I'm still learning like, listen, none of us are perfect at it. So that's fine. (laughs) But like daily, it's still something of like, just learning and what's good for you and what's not good for you. I struggle sometimes with like getting stressed out by one certain scenario and then like dwelling on it. So like I've really been working on the last month, dwell on it give myself five minutes drop it, be present with my kids, go do a craft with Charlotte or play outside or swim in the swimming pool, anything just a, I have to put it down and 
and move on and realize that if somebody gets mad that I didn't respond within two minutes and took 30 minutes to respond or whatever, then I just kind of have to let it go and let go go of that control part. Mm -hmm. So I'm still working on that, but it's, it's getting there. Well, and I think for anyone who owns their own business, but real Mm -hmm. estate in particular, it is probably very hard. It is very hard mm-hmm. to clearly divide it out, especially when you're working from home, mm-hmm. which really all realtors, even if they have a, you know an office building, mm-hmm. still have stuff they have to take home. So, and it's twenty. And our job is twenty four seven. Oh I sure. Mean, uh, there's times I get texted at two a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I text somebody at two a.m. Or yeah. like it happens, and and it's not uncommon. Um, so it's just like, I know a lot of people do like time blocking, but for me, I don't know how to like time block two hours because I could get zero text in that two hours. And then the hour that I was supposed to spend making dinner is when I get five texts at once because everybody got off work and is reading my previous text and all that kind of stuff. So Well, and I think that there's hope for, hope for that because for me, it was a whole lot easier with toddlers to mm-hmm. time block than it is now when they're gone, you know, during the day. And I think that... Oh, that um, doesn't give me any hope because that's when I was hoping it would get better. <laughs> well, it does. It does in the sense that there aren't little interruptions. I think from home now... It's, for example, when you were at the hospital, mm-hmm. you very clearly had work hours. So if you had to have, you know, your mother-in-law come watch Charlotte or whatever, you knew there was a definite end. And like you're saying with real estate, yeah. it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So maybe it's a little bit harder to have that time where you can work without somebody needing something. Yeah. When, I, when I'm working outside the home, too, is a whole nother ball game because that's like trying to line up a sitter and say, hey, I might be home in an hour, but it might be two hours. And then I'm at the show and I say, oh, wait, these people want to see this house now too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add this on. And um, so that is a whole different ball game. And I have to have sitters that are flexible if my husband's not home. Um, but I, it's worked for my situation so far. Well, do you ever find yourself like going to Chick-fil-A to sit by yourself and eat just because it's a mom break after a showing or is that just me? I should do that (laughs) more often than I don't but my kids are so much that I'm like trying to rush home and like relieve the babysitter and I'm worried that if I stretch it too far they're not going to babysit for me anymore. (laughs) So I know you're making more money than you were in the hospital and I know you have Mm -hmm. more flexibility as far as you know, being able to take your daughter to to gymnastics, whatever you might not have been able to do before. So what are the pros of working from home as your own boss 24-7 versus working at a from home at a 9-to-5 job? And what are the cons of those? The pros are I can schedule things the way that I want them to for the most part. Sometimes it just doesn't work out and I have to do some changing or maybe miss something or um, that kind of stuff. But usually I can say, okay, from Tuesdays from 1030 until 1115, I'm taking Charlotte to gymnastics. And then if I need to show in that daytime, I can do it at 1230 to four o'clock with Amy as my babysitter, or I can do it after five with Ryan as my babysitter. I, um, he's not really a babysitter cause he's the dad, Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, I get it. That would be the, definitely the pro. The cons is like, we talked about that it's 24 seven. I'm 
I'm the type of personality that once I get on a task, I have to finish it from A to Z and I don't like leaving things halfway done. So that's where I have to be okay with not finishing something that very second or not having the exact answer I need right away and being more patient, which I'm, I'm working on. I feel like this year has been like a whole year of like growth and self changing and I don't know. I, I like where I'm headed as a person for now. I think the other con would be just that you have to thrive in chaos. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be okay with somebody screaming in the background while you're on the phone with (laughs) bank telling them that they have to have this done by tomorrow and then taking you serious Mm -hmm. or that part is all can be overwhelming at times. But then I look back and I'm just like, I just killed that. I'm an awesome super mom and I just closed a deal or got a contract submitted within an hour and case and snapping and I'm going to have myself some wine and celebrate. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like all or nothing with me, but yeah. What would be a do over if you could do it over in your real estate career? And what would be something that you would say was a big success? Mm, I don't think that I would do anything over. Like, I think I've had a crazy first two years and like lots of super weird scenarios and things I've had to work through, but I think they've made me a better agent. Yes, for sure. Because there's nothing that you can't handle because you have had goofy things out of your control happen. And yeah, I don't think I would redo anything. I mean, there's things or maybe I said the wrong thing and ticked somebody off, but I learned from it or I just learned how to let go and let things roll off and realize I'm not going to be perfect and I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I'm okay with that. And we'll Mm -hmm. learn. I'm getting better at being okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, What about a success? A success is that I'm killing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I'm proud of myself. Like if you would have told me three years ago that this is what I was going to do and I was going to be making, I'm like, I've reached almost all of my goals. There's one small goal that I didn't reach that's still haunting me, but I'll get it next year. And I was like a week shy of it. So I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. On COVID. Um, (laughs) well, and you're right that you are killing it. You are doing awesome. And I love watching somebody who kind of tiptoed into a career in the sense that it's not what you were initially trained for, Mm -hmm. did research, knew they could do it and then killed it and loved their clients in the process. Because there are some agents who might, you know, do an awesome job, but they have no people skills and they don't like people and it's obvious or whatever. And you really love your clients and care about them and go out on a limb for them. And you're always ethical. And that's the kind of career that's going to last for a long, long time. Oh, that's really sweet of you. So what are your future goals of real estate? Like, for example, I know that you're going to start taking brokers classes as your kids start school (laughs) because we've talked about that and kind of, you know, gearing you up for, for, for taking those. And that's like an mm-hmm. furthering of your education. But what are some other, what's on your like real estate to-do list, so to speak, that like, I know I would love to develop land into single family little ranch houses because there's such a need for that. Do you have any crazy goals like that that you just like, or maybe have because you're a real estate nerd like me, if nothing else, or what does that look like for you? I definitely do want to get my broker's license eventually and hopefully like, you know, start something and partner up with you or whatever that avenue might look like in maybe like three to five years, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe sooner or later. I don't know. But I think just to keep 
reaching my goals that I set for the year and growing my business and growing the referrals. And it's not just like, um, we've talked about this before. Sometimes people kind of compare us to like selling Tupperware or selling Mary Kay and like they don't necessarily take us seriously. Mm-hmm. And in that we're just a doing this on the side as like a part-time thing supplement money but like they don't understand that this is our career and they wonder if we're still doing yeah it. Uh-huh. we get texts that say are, are you still doing real estate i get those and i own the company <laughs> yeah and like we're in it for the long haul so i just want to be just respected i guess as a mm-hmm. that i'm not some young girl just well you are a young girl just trying trying it out yeah I'm in it for the long haul you're a young killing it girl that's in it for a long haul yeah Yeah. that's what I like so as a young mom let's just talk about your family real quick you are how old I am gonna be 27 in two weeks what's today December 1st I'll be 27 on December 21st so if you'd like to send me birthday presents (laughs) go ahead all right (laughs) We were talking about, or I knew she was younger than me, and then we went to Texas together, you and I did a few weeks ago, and so my husband had to get everyone's birthday, and I'm like, oh, she was born when I was in high school, (laughs) but yet when you're working with someone, they're more like a colleague, and you don't realize necessarily how much, even though I know, like, I've been there, done that, where you are, Mm -hmm. I just didn't, I'm like, wow, I am really... (laughs) <laughs> she's a lot younger than me no. so but like for a young mom I mean I know those of us who like I would have advice for a young mom having been there done that with mm-hmm. my youngest one nine you're in it like you yeah. are right in the middle of it so how old did you say you were again 27 I'm 27 yep and then you've been married for how many years five years and your kids are Charlotte just turned three a couple months ago and Kason's a little over a year and a half and you started with just Charlotte Yes, she was less than six months. Okay, so you're in it. Like, you are right in the middle of thick of having two kids, maybe having three or four or five at any time. You don't know. (laughs) Like, I threw that in there. I know. (laughs) So what would you say to that young mom who is where you are? Like, doing well in their career, maybe sometimes feeling like they're barely keeping their head above the water. They have a young family. What would you say to her as somebody, like a girlfriend to a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. because you're not past that point you're in that point what would you say to her on a day when it's been terrible and you're really struggling and you want to pull your hair out what would you say to her on that day I would say don't be afraid to reach out for help let it go control what you can control what you can't control just deal with it and if you have to stay in your pajamas all day and let your kids destroy that living room while you eat donuts on the couch and watch some reality tv show that's killing your brain cells do it (laughs) for your mental health (laughs) yeah sometimes we just need those days and like it's okay if your house is a mess nobody well they probably care but they don't need to care (laughs) it's fine (laughs) it'll be fine you can clean it some other day um your kids still love you they're happy healthy fed that's all that matters and just it's okay to do something for yourself Mm -hmm. i think that's the part that we forget and sometimes we feel guilty for working but Especially when you're working for yourself, like it's fine. There's nothing wrong with being a working mom. There's nothing wrong with being a stay at home mom. Just, just live your life. Yeah, with what you want to do. Yeah. So, are you glad this is the career that you picked? Oh, one hundred percent. Like, I just feel like this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. I'm. I'm happy in every aspect. 
even on my bad days when I to call you and say, <laughs> I think I'm returning my license on my birthday, but no, I'm not. I love it. I love my clients. I love what it allows me as a mom. And it's just, I don't know. I'm just happy with it. What is something that turned out like you expected? It was what you expected in the career and what something that's completely different than what you expected that first time we talked or that first time you did your research, even that first day you were an agent, what are, what would you say you expected that was correct? And what would you say that you did not expect that happened? I think I expected the chaos, like thanks to your talk and my motivating talk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that gave me a very like heads up on how it's going to be. So I expected that. The part that I didn't expect, I think, is, like, the emotional connection I get to my clients. Okay, I expected the chaos. I did not expect the emotional attachment I was going to get with my clients. And then I realized more that my personality, like, I have high expectations for myself. So just, like, not if I don't meet a goal, get being too hard on myself or if some a client didn't like me and didn't decided to not text me back like I take that to heart so I didn't expect the emotionalness that I have in it but that's just my personality I think part of being a mom and like nurturing and like I just want to make everybody happy yeah so that part I didn't expect and I didn't expect that so many agents don't care about their clients the same way that I do Mm -hmm. I thought that like I guess I'm just kind of naive and I think there's a lot more good people in the world, but. And then you became a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> and that changed. There's not a lot of good people in the world. <laughs> well, maybe certain fields kind of draw anybody who wants to make a quick buck yeah. versus, you know, I think you'll see that a lot more in real estate than you would, for example, say education mm-hmm. where the pay is low, the oh, hours yeah, can be long and, yeah. you know, you deal with more. And that's why I think we see that more mm-hmm. in our field. But luckily for us at Rider Realty, you are with us and you're not like that at all. Mm-hmm. And that is, you're the, the great kind of realtor that we want Thank to see. Thank you. Thank you. And I love all the girls that we work with. And like, I was kind of worried that I wouldn't have that colleagueness because I was close to the girls I'd worked with in the office before and stuff. But our team, like, I was just texting Ashley today and like, we're all good friends outside of business even though we're technically each other's competitors but like I don't know I just I like the girls a lot well the other thing that's interesting about that too kind of talking sort of about real estate but in general is that the culture is that way because we made it that way because Mm -hmm. we're all people that care about each other Mm -hmm. but the flip side of that just from like almost like you know being your own person or own business sort of is that you have that group support when you might not see each other very often because we all do really work from home so much. Do you see a good thing to work from home? Absolutely. Because, and even just as a business, like, um, for instance, like Ashley is so good at social media and advertising. And I feel like I'm not always good at that. So sometimes she'll do stuff and then I'm like, that was a really good hashtag. Can I borrow that? And she's like, yeah, girl, go for it. Yeah. And like, she's supportive on that kind of stuff. Or Lindsay is similar to me in that we both have kids close your young kids. We're close to the same age. And she's texted me before and been like, um, how do I deal with this, this and this? And I'm like, I don't know, but you can vent to me anytime you want. Or, yeah. You know, so you're like on an Island, but you're not yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So it's almost like a, like a, support group, a women's group or whatever. 
And it has to be just women. It can be, you know, but you mm-hmm. have that with them and that's great. So. Yeah. And even when we just went to Texas, like we had so much fun and even just knowing each other more on a personal level versus yeah. just on a real estate level, like just, I really enjoyed my time. I did too. I almost killed us getting there, but she it was did. fun. That's for a whole another podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kaylin, thank you so much. I am so happy to be interviewing you and I know you have stuff to share and you're the perfect person to talk to young moms who are doing great. They're succeeding really well and in, in the midst of what is definitely a chaotic time for for women with young families. And I am so proud that you are with us, working with us. And I just love you. So, all right. Thank you, Caitlin. You're welcome. We all have a purpose and we have dreams to follow. To learn more about other women and their stories and their dreams, like and subscribe. Until next week, be a blessing to others.